Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. Holy cow. Um, PatJT.com. Go, go there and then you can find where everything is listed there. A place you shop where we talk about stuff. We shop. We, you can text us. You can tweet us. It's all at PatJT.com. This is a very special episode because, uh, and we've had like several, as a matter of fact, over the last few days, as far as the different guests that right. we've had. Um, <laughs> and this one, though, this has been a long time since we've talked to this guy and um, had a chance to talk to John McLaughlin. Um, as you and we'll go through where we first met him, mm-hmm. how long ago that was, which is crazy. And I didn't get to mention to him that after we after we met him, and before was it, no, it was after we met him um, that I had I still have my MySpace page. Yeah, at that time, and his song "Beautiful Disaster," which did really well, and he has another song too that did. I can't remember what the other one was called. Hold on, Human here. He had, Human uh, Indiana Industry. Beautiful disaster. Industry begin starts. It's one of the best openings to any song. Industry's great. Great song. Yeah. Um, so close. That was in the movie Enchanted, as a matter of fact. Um, but he had so many good songs. But the song Beautiful Disaster, it, it is. It's just a great story. It, it's it's a great lesson. It's just a cool song. But he had just released his first album. Anyway, we got a chance to talk to him for a little bit before he shows up at the waiting room tomorrow night. Very excited. Now I got to fix my hair. <laughs> we won't tell. It's okay. Awesome. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. I don't know if you remember us a long time ago. I think it was in the summer, right? Like on a Saturday or during the day, you played. You were in town okay. at Stir. Yeah. We was, pre- it, was it amazing? Yeah. It was incredible. Was that like? It was incredible. Of course it was. Like, yeah. Was that? Was that like? Like the first time, because the first time we were looking it up, as a matter of fact, the first time I saw you was in Kansas City and you were playing with Johnny Lang. Oh, wow. 2000, in 2007. Seven. Yeah. 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 I, I had to, I had to, I literally had to Google it and I found the tour dates. That was right after Indiana came out. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's the, that is the, first tour i did after indiana came out isn't that crazy and the reason i was down there was because the girl i was with she was a huge fan of johnny lang's and that's why Uh, she wanted to go down i was like i'll tag along you know whatever let's go you know casino and so we went down there and so yeah and i saw your opening i was more impressed with your show than watching his i wasn't i wasn't she was in an and truly a fan of his i was just like hanging out and i'm like whoa wait a minute (laughs) yeah you're awesome and then you were coming to council bluffs the next night to harris i remember that yeah uh, tbt right we, we did some uh we did a bunch of casino on that tour which were actually great they were really great i remember the first date that i had with him i had never seen him before live and my band was meeting me in Florida for our first date. 
and the van broke down in Atlanta. And so none of our gear was coming. I was by myself. I had like, I didn't even have any luggage or anything. I had like one pair of clothes. <laughs> so I had to like rent, I rented a keyboard from like a local music store down the street. That's crazy. And, played, and I was wearing my own t-shirt. This is so embarrassing. I had my own t-shirt on and I was like, I can't wear my own t-shirt on stage. So I turned it inside out. <laughs> did, it say, never, never did it say, like, JMC is awesome? Yeah. Or JML. That's it. Impression. But I played that show solo, and then That's I went awesome. back to the soundboard and watched his show, and I literally cried. Yeah. Really? It was so good. Yeah. Is he one of, it, it was like, have you had show. those reactions before to other artists like, like that, where you have, like, an emotional reaction when you see somebody? That's pretty intense. I don't, th I don't think I've ever had an emotional reaction like that to someone who I wasn't, I mean, now, ever since I'm a fan, but I like, I was aware of him, but I wasn't, I had never really listened to his music mm -hmm. or seen him live. So it was like, I've had that kind of emotional reaction to people that I've opened up for who are, who like Billy Joel, who I've like idolized my entire life. Right. But to him, I was like, I kind of know his stuff. But then I saw the show and I was like, People were standing up and like raising their hands. Like a, like it a was religious like, experience. Yeah. yeah. And, and seriously, because he's never gotten the mainstream uh, treatment that, that a lot yeah. of people say he deserves, obviously, for good yeah. reason. Yeah. And it's so, and I'm sure as an artist yourself, when you're watching somebody like that, it's like, man, you know, when somebody busts through, they, they really bust through, it is, it is just so many things have to come together at the same time. But oh, you, yeah. you still have that huge following that you're going to have. You have it. Um, obviously, Johnny Lang has it. But you're like, what does it take to that that next level? Just to like, you're just just to break through it. But it's amazing. Yeah, he is. He's, he yeah. is a great performer. And I'm glad as heck that we went down to that because I was just glad that we got to meet you. And then it was like, oh, my God, we got to have this guy on our show. Yeah. We got to have this guy on our show. And you were nice enough to spend uh, over an hour with us on it. Uh, it wasn't an off day, but it was it, a day you got into Kent, Omaha early. So we the appreciate next day. it. It was hot that day. So yeah. hot. Yeah. It was in June. I wrote it yeah. down. It was June 15th and 16th. I literally yeah. looked it up. I found all the tour dates. I was like, oh my God, the internet is awesome. The internet is <laughs> it awesome. It never forgets. <laughs> yeah. You have such a great connection with your fans, though. My wife and I were in Kansas City. You were just there in the fall, and we drove down and saw that little piano yeah. bar. Yeah, so we were there front row, no big deal, right there in front. And <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't uh, come up and sit next to you. I, uh, well, that was you. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Uh huh. <laughs> That was you touching my leg the whole time. Uh -huh. yeah. I didn't think you, you ignored me. I didn't think you could feel it, but I tried. I didn't know what to do. So yeah. I was like, I'm just going to ignore him. It's like, hashtag me too. He's like, guy's wearing his own t-shirt. He's not going to mind. Uh, you're like, I know that's your own shirt. <laughs> Inside out, I can tell. I can tell. I can read backwards. I'm not just saying this. That, that was actually one of, if I had to pick like three favorite shows of that whole tour last fall. Oh, really? That was, that was top three. That's cool. I never play in Kansas city. I mean, just already we've talked about two of my four shows ever in Kansas city <laughs> in the last 15 years. Oh, that's incredible. So I was like, you know, we, we booked this show and I was like, Man, I, I have no expectations of the city of Kansas city. Like, are, will people come out? I don't know. Um, and it was such a great crowd. I feel like sometimes when you do that, you get the people who've been waiting for like nine years for you to come. Mm -hmm. and they're like excited. There's a good energy in the room. Yeah. yeah. So 
No, yeah, that's cool. It was and, and the, when you got up and and you got up and stood up on the table and you had your guitar. It was just really cool. You have such that connection with your fans. Love your music, and you you just have. It's like you really appreciate it. You're probably cool. right to about them waiting for you to come back because the first time you were there, it was like you were right on the with the big word precipice of something oh. huge. It was like your music started popping in TV shows, yeah. movies. Um, you know, you had several songs off that first album actually that did that. And as everybody's like, uh, at least on our end, when they would hear about something that was going on with you, they'd heard you on our show after you'd just come through. And then uh-huh. after June through that fall, it was like, oh my God, we just wanted to tell you that we just saw that John McLaughlin, da, 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 da. And mm-hmm. they were keeping track of you then. So they probably, a lot of people probably were looking forward to seeing you come back. That's great. Well, I'll be back. Good. Well, and your first, your In first, less than nine years. Your, your first date of this next leg of your tour, or next Me and tour, my piano tour, is at um, the waiting room here in Omaha tomorrow night. Yeah, actually, yeah, Wednesday yeah. night. Wednesday night. Love it. Yeah. Uh, do you know? Is there still? Is there still a chance to get tickets? I'll be in the front row. I, I got the front two tickets. I, I got. I got. Well. I'm in the uh, pit, so I can touch your leg more. Yeah. I'm gonna wear really thick socks. <laughs> I would too. Good idea. Good idea. I'm going to double up. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. That'd be awesome. Um, all right. So a lot of things going on for you. I mean, it's just, it, my gosh, we haven't talked to you. Well, ourselves, we haven't been on the radio station for over a year. It's been a year and two months. Yeah. Yeah. Almost three, as a matter of fact, um, since we've had a chance to sit down and talk to you, you've got things going on on your Patreon account, which I absolutely love. Ooh, talk about what is that? Talk about that. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got offering up on Patreon? So on Patreon, we're doing this series called Dueling Pianos. So this, uh, we started doing this almost two years ago, and uh, so I've had a, I have a different guest on each time. And we do a mashup. Sometimes we do a mashup of one of my songs, one of their songs. Sometimes we'll cover, you know, a mashup, something like that. So uh, it's been really, really fun. And it's kind of flexed this different muscle for myself and for them. Like, we kind of get together and, like, we we just see what happens, basically. You know what I mean? Like, Are you guys, like, from fun. the same genre, generally? Uh, typically, but I... I would like to change that. Like, I like to, I kind of want to find somebody uh, as as different as possible and then get together in a room and, and just see what happens. You know Kind of like mean? your own crossroads. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's been really, really fun to do. It was actually my, my management's idea, which is great because I, I never would have done it. It's a great idea. But it's, it's a it's a great idea and it gives me like it's it's one of those things where it's like it's a continual series but each time i do it i love it but beforehand i'm nervous to do it every single time <laughs> like every time cuz you just don't know how it's going to go and you can kind of, i might have an idea for something but the best ones are when i don't have any idea yeah and yeah. we literally just like I did one with a guy the other day, this new artist. His name's Jordy Searcy. He's amazing. Um, Which, by the way, I you might have... add, is going to be on your tour on a few dates oh, as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, just, I... I just saw some of the videos on your, uh, on your Twitter page, as a matter of fact. Yeah, um, he's amazing. We just got together and, and, you know, the first song we knew what we were going to do. The second song we literally just threw together and it, it's my favorite one. So 
That, and that was a good instance, too, where it's not necessarily always pianos. Right, yeah. he's a guitar player. He's Maybe he plays piano, too. But, he but, actually can play piano, but he was like, I don't want to play piano. I'll just do guitar. This is dueling pianos. I want to play my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't, what's easier? To, I mean, going from piano to guitar, guitar to piano. I would think if you learn to play an instrument, you can kind of have a maybe a Feel? C grade on all instruments. Is that true? <laughs> like if I really... I think that's, I is think that that's right? kind of true. I would definitely say I'm a C grade guitarist at best. <laughs> I think but. there are high Bs in KC. I mean, it was not bad. It was pretty good. Depen- depends on the school system. Yeah. <laughs> well, were you, were you, you A's go. and B's or were you ones and twos when you were in school? A, uh, B. I was A's and B's. A's and B's. Okay. Were you in band yeah. in school too? No, I never did band. I did, Seriously? I did jazz band in college, but I never did band like through high school. You're like that, that dude oh in high God. school that's six foot nine and never played basketball. <laughs> then he's a freshman in college. He's like, oh, I'm going to play hoops. And now he's in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> like you never played. You're never in band in high school? That's the first time anyone has ever said you're like a six foot nine and then whatever, whatever, anything. Yeah, whatever. I just find it, it's really, it's crazy. Okay. You grew up in Indiana. Was it, was it a larger school? I mean, like we both come from smaller schools. It's like being out, you pretty much had to do everything. Otherwise a teacher's going to get fired because everybody has, you got (laughs) to, you better be in, you got to do drama. You got to do bands. You got to go for sports. You got, or we're going to have to fire the gym coach. It was like a medium sized school. Okay. It was definitely not like a giant, you know, but, but it was like a medium sized school where like you could go out for any given team and you would, if, unless it's like the football or the basketball team, you'll probably be on the team. Right. You might not play, but you know, Sure. But it wasn't like this, you know, like a, a team where we have like JV and freshmen and like the B team. It's like we just have one team. You had that team. We, we had eighth graders on our varsity. Right. You know, <laughs> we had eighth grade girls on our varsity boys basketball team. Like it was like okay. small. Yeah. Right. Got to need some help, man. Yeah. Progressive. So right. You, Progressive. Right. You, right. Didn't even know it. Did you start playing piano when you were young? Yeah, I started really, really young. I was like four years old hmm. when I started playing. So uh, I come from a really musical family. So I, even though I didn't do band in high school, I did choir. I did like show choir. Yeah. My family was way into show choir. Yeah. <laughs> like, like scarily into show choir? <laughs> like there, I, I can't ever run for public office. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's pretty into show choir. The matching show choir <laughs> outfits will follow you your entire life. Oh, yeah. They just will. And then they show up in your timeline because somebody thought it'd be really cool to post them and tag everybody. Remember when? (laughs) I could could see you doing something like um, Jason Mraz did, Sarah Bareilles, a couple years ago with Waitress. You doing something on Broadway. Maybe you you score Uh a Broadway show or you're actually in it for a while like he was. We were lucky. My wife and I were lucky enough to go out to New York when Jason Mraz was on waitress for a while oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so i could see you do it. i mean we've seen your videos I on would twitter i love to do that i did a lot of musical theater growing up and i loved it maybe write a yeah. whole script around the phone glove <laughs> which sutter home the phone glove or the glove glove, glove phone, phone. We, never, know, but that down. we definitely <laughs> gloved it yeah we did glove <laughs> we it. gloved it um yeah. those are how did that happen and and explain what that was for those who have not seen you got to get you probably have them on all of your social media i'm sure yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're uh, the, the internet never forgets. Uh-uh. It's said. true, and they're awesome. How did so, this whole partnership with Sutter Home come around? <laughs> uh, it was so random. But I, so I was going to do 
Well, first off, I got contacted by someone representing Sutter Home, and they were like, would you want to do, you know, some kind of a campaign with Sutter Home? And I was like, well, we had a couple ideas. I was like, it's all just going to feel weird if all of a sudden I do a commercial for some product out of the blue. Right. <laughs> Random. So I was like, you know, the only thing that I think would make sense is I'm going to do this like 12 days of Christmas thing. But it's going to be I was like, look, I, w- I really want to be upfront with you guys. It's going to be the dumbest videos ever. <laughs> There's like just be to be clear. But. I can say, like, at the end of every video, like, brought to you by Sutter Home. And they were like, oh, that's great. Let's do it. Awesome. So and honestly, you may say at the time, I'm sure they were fun to do. They're hilarious. They really are funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're they're obviously dumb, uh, but yeah. but it's but they're but it's great. It's really good stuff. Like the glove phone. What was it? Uh, get it. Get what is what's the, the line that I think is hilarious on that one? It's oh, the, it's give up. Get ready to give up. Give up, up giving up your phone. I mean, yeah. it's really. Oh, oh, it was. Uh, Say goodbye to saying goodbye. goodbye. To your phone. Say it. goodbye. Say goodbye to your phone. <laughs> it's the stupidest <laughs> thing ever. It's so funny. Uh, that was good. So I, thought, I thought about, I had the idea for that when I went home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I was like, everyone's taking my phone. I'm showing them pictures of like, uh, here's my daughter, uh, you know, Livy at her school program. And then they take my phone for 10 minutes. Oh, Come on. Scrolling oh, through everything. Nice All the anxiety. I know, right? I <laughs> Not that there's, but just no. <laughs> I don't want you in my phone. No. I just don't want you traipsing around in my phone. Speaking of your yeah. kids, too, by the way, how old are your daughters? So Luca is seven and Livy is four. Uh, wow. Awesome age. Yeah. It's a fun age. Yeah. Are yeah, they musical? Super fun. Piano musical, at four? obviously. Yeah, we, we have a piano in the house and they, they're both mildly obsessed with it yeah like they they play they they each know like a little bit of a couple songs you know like single note little things livy can play a little tchaikovsky good you know, wow chopsticks yeah so do, you, okay, do they, they know more more piano like songs or whatever on the piano than you did at their age actually no because by the time i was livy's age i was already like in lessons and and learning full piano but mm-hmm. i'm real like i feel like that's too early yeah so okay. i feel like i'm i'm waiting until they're a little bit older like eight or nine to like start lessons but interesting yeah they're taking lessons whether they want to or not they just don't so, even know they're, they're, well, it's happening they are they're in your yeah. house so they're probably they're, right. they're seeing it all yeah. around them that's for sure you know that's probably yeah. why they are halfway obsessed as well is because they want to be like that mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah play with the toy right now it's a toy I'm are sure you um with the partnership with Sutter home are you a wine person she's a new wine lady like she's just getting into wines now are you a wine dude <laughs> are you a, like a whiskey you beer I, I, yeah i i lean more whiskey but i do love wine my wife is a wine lady thanks for is not saying why no we're using wine, wine, wine thanks wine, for not saying why no wine person um, <laughs> There's too much to learn with wine though like wine so it seems like you hmm. it just it's it seems you really like it difficult. or you don't <laughs> well, you know, I, so a really good friend of mine started this music festival in Napa called Live in the Vineyard. Oh, I've yes. heard of it. Yeah. And they've been doing it for over 10 years, a long time. Yeah, 13 years, something mm-hmm. like that. It's an amazing event. Um, but I have, I know her because she was a radio rep and worked on my first single. And so she, through her, I have played countless times in napa valley 
And so I've got to know, you know, all these winery owners. And, you know, so through that, I've, I've been around a lot of great wine. And it's like, it's hard not to become a wino. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. we go out to Napa a couple times. And I'm like sure... You get gifted a couple, yeah, a couple few bottles yeah. of really good yeah. stuff. It spoils sure. you because the really good stuff, there is a difference. There, there. It's as, true. <laughs> you can tell. You can definitely tell. I, but I'm, I'm still not one of those guys where I'm like, when they, when they say like, now you're tasting, you can taste a little bit of the oak. <laughs> right. Like, no. I never know what you're talking like about. Like the note, they go like they gargle and they go. <laughs> and they're like, oh, this was aged in a blah, blah. There's just, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's too confusing. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, and I don't really have any desire to know that stuff. No, I just want to, but I'm, I'm fine to sit there and listen to them talk as long as I'm drinking the wine. It's, it's interesting. Exactly. It gets more interesting as the wine gets less and less and it's less. Like just, just keep, keep pouring back. It's like the keep overthinking. Pouring. Like you were talking about your uh, dueling pianos. If you overthink something and you think about it too much, you, yeah. you just go and you just do it. You, it it always ends out, out better uh, than overthinking it with wine. You overthink, you overanalyze the notes and the this and the that. It's just not as yep. good. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm, I've, I've discovered that there are some really good higher end box wines and there are a lot of bonuses to having a wine in a box. As summer stuff, yeah, pools, yeah. Uh, yes. When you go uh-huh. out, taking it with you places, that's a bonus. And they said that there there are quite a few, and there are some higher end ones. There are some lessers as well, and there's nothing wrong with those. Um, but yeah, right. just kind of figuring. And I kind of like the box thing too because I hate having so many empty bottles. And so, right. yeah. <laughs> so a hundred empty boxes is much better. They stack easier in the garage. Recyclable. They're easier to hide. They're very much easier to hide. <laughs> Break Just them take down. that bag out inside and put it in your purse. Put the bladder in over here. You break down the box. You put it between a couple chewy boxes. The dogs nobody, are taking care nobody of. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody has to know. Nobody no. knows. Oh, my God. So are you worried about coronavirus at all, John? <laughs> you know, I'll be honest. I, I'm not really. Okay. Not really worried about it. Even though I am. The only thing that makes me worry a little bit, because I tend to not be. I tend to just not worry about that kind of stuff. Um, but the only thing that does make me worry a little bit is I'm getting ready to travel a lot, obviously, and I don't want to bring it back and get my kids sick and I don't want to get someone else sick, you know? Mm -hmm. And I also don't want to like, I don't want to end the tour in like Fort Lauderdale, which we're ending the tour in Fort Lauderdale and get, get it or something. And then I have to like be quarantined for two weeks. After being on tour for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That would that be rough. That would be the worst. It, it would probably be happen. helpful if people weren't touching your leg while you're performing. Well, I'll touch it with my elbow. You're not supposed to touch it with your hand. <laughs> That's so, what, yeah. yeah. I'll just, I'll, it's okay. If you see me nubbing your leg on Wednesday, I'll just nubbin. nub it. I'll nub your leg like that. <laughs> like, oh, like, thank look, you. I don't, it's fine that you're touching my leg. Just be respectfully. Do it with your do elbow. Do it respectfully. <laughs> don't use your dirty hands. Respectfully you fondle me with your elbow. I want to see you putting the, you know, disinfectant on your elbow. I will. Then touching my leg. I will. I will do that on Wednesday. Please get that no picture. No problem. Please get that picture. I'm sure the police will. <laughs> Front page. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Former radio dude. Yeah. Arrested for knee fondling, elbow fondling. Elbow fondling. Well, it might be ankle yeah. fondling. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, good deal. So we're excited to have you back in town. Yeah. And like we said, Pat's going to be front row. We'll see you. Beth and I'll so. be there and we'll, uh, we'll see you. I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. I love coming to Omaha. Fantastic. We love having you here. Would you do me a favor and just say hi to my wife? Cause she's a huge fan of yours. Just say hi to Beth Safford. Hey Beth. It's John. That's it. <laughs>
That's perfect. I'm going to get some loving tonight. That's it. Yes. That's it. (laughs) Thanks, John. That's as good as I can do. That's no problem, buddy. That's good That's all right. You're fine. That's all I need. (laughs) Thanks so much for being on our podcast. Thanks, John. Guys, thank you so much for having me. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.